This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. Go to freedom350.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number, 350.com, and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom350.com. To Pat and Stu, without Pat or Stu, me, Jeffy, and of course Dan Andrews hey. joining us today. Welcome, Dan. How you doing, Jeffy? Ah, it's good to have you here on Glenn's hey. first day back. It's great to be back. Glenn's first day back was just oh, man, barn burner. Tremendous. Man, all that time, and he just built up all. I actually today I just... actually learned something that Glenn could get a regular person sickness. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I want to know what sicknesses are left for him to get that have not been, you know what I mean? Like, I think he's checking well, I mean, everyone Well, all the regular the people's sicknesses. All the regular there. ones. But, that book's wide open. I mean, the voice stuff. I mean, we could go through. I mean, we could be talking a long time about he all the things. Better get himself better. He'll be back. He'll be, he'll yeah. be back tomorrow, ready to rock and roll. Stu will be doing uh, uh, TV for him tonight, and uh, he'll be back tomorrow for radio and TV saying all those lovely things that you waited for him to hear today. So I'm excited because I, I actually, I read his big Facebook post yesterday, and he was had this long litany of things he was going to talk about, and then he asked people if uh, he missed anything that they wanted to hear about. And uh, it was, I was like, uh, I'm not, there's no point. We're not even, it'll be, it'll be uh, hey, welcome back, and then it'll be Glenn. Good to be back, and then it'll be Glenn for three hours. I love, by the way, how Glenn managed to sort of get controversy while he was off away from the air and just on Facebook. You know, with the yep. whole Cecil the Lion thing, and he and he was like, "Oh, people get more outraged over, uh, you know, a lion and Jimmy Kimmel's crying and everything else." And everyone's like, oh, "Glenn Beck attacks Jimmy Kimmel! <laughs> oh my gosh, he shouldn't have!" And uh, and so so there's Glenn just at the ranch, just you know, figuring out how to create controversy. Good for him from Facebook. So good, good job. So good will job, be good to have him back tomorrow. It, yes, it will it be. It will be good. Uh, All right, so we've got. Joe Biden, Vice President Joe Biden. You know, we've got the big debate coming up here at the end of the week for the GOP, and then the Democrats are still struggling. They'll say they're not struggling because Hillary's in the front, and she's going strong, and she's still leading the pack. You've got Bernie Sanders coming up. Uh, is she leading the poll? I haven't looked at the actual Democrat polls. Is she leading the polls over uh, uh, Bernie? Because, you know, Bernie's drawing the crowds. He is drawing the crowds. Uh, last I... Last I it's been a while. I have to, I'm going to have to look now, actually, the numbers. But the numbers, she is still leading. It's just gone down, so know, down obviously. Yeah. So yeah. for her, I'm guessing if you're her, instead of leading by, you know, 60 or 70, if you're leading by 30, that's still a, a big, big hit on yeah. you. Yeah, and, like, they have an interesting strategy with her, which is to have her not talk. That's which, a good uh, strategy. Which is a good strategy because it, I feel like everyone, the idea, before we get to Biden here, this is, which is, I think, a really interesting <laughs> thing, but uh, I, I just wanted to make this point on Hillary is that she, you know, when she starts talking, 
Everyone loves the idea of Hillary. Like liberals, they love the idea of Hillary. A woman, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, so they love the idea of her. She's like the perfect progressive, another, another glass ceiling to break. But when she talks, she's so bad and so unlikable. I mean, just, uh, I ain't always tired, you know, all these, I mean, just endless sound bites of just, uh, oh, it's so shrill and shrieking and awful that she just tanks. So they've got the strategy, and they're like, just don't talk. Just don't, whatever you do, just... Do a tour in a van and listen. Just don't say, don't say anything. Listen to her. We'll, keep the, we'll keep the reporters away. Yeah. Hopefully we won't get beat up too bad if we just rope them off and let them walk <laughs> with us in the parade. It'll be okay. And but, then we'll just avoid them. Yeah. That's, that's a good strategy it for her. It sure is. But, but Biden, you know, uh, is supposedly actively exploring a 2016 presidential And he run. should. And he should. The guy's been vice president for eight years. And here's the other feature about him. Unlike Hillary, who when she talks instantly, even among liberals, you know, she, ooh, everyone cringes. Joe Biden can literally say anything. It does not matter what he says. And, oh, it's just Joe and Joe being Joe. I mean, the guy saying the villages, you know. Song. Oh, my gosh. I mean, he was He's drunk. famous for that. We should say that he appears to be intoxicated. Yes, and, it, and it's not confirmed that it's actually him. I mean, what are you even talking about? That's Joe Biden. Uh, uh, well, oh, that's not confirmed. And Joe Biden says he doesn't drink, so uh, which I find hard to believe. There's a number of other things going on in that bloodstream. I guarantee you. <laughs> guarantee that's a He fact. doesn't drink? Didn't say he doesn't oh inject. Oh, did you see? <laughs> if we're talking about that, oh, my gosh. Did you see him at the, he, when he and the wife, uh, the doc, were at the Olympics? No, I didn't when see they, the Olympics. The Olympic interview when they were up in the Olympic no. suite there? I, I would bet. A lot of money that they had just got done smoking a bowl of marijuana. <laughs> well, there was one. Uh, they looked really high. There's been several instances. You get the village one. You get that. You get. There was another campaign stop during one. I think during the. I guess 2012. And, and he was intro- he was introducing. You know, I think his wife. He's like, my wife. This woman is just hot. <laughs> right. She's so hot. Little look at her. Come on, out here. Whoa, Joe. Long time on the road, Joe. Uh, huh? Oh yeah. I mean, people are starting to. <laughs> He, uh, people are starting to realize that you know, he's really, he's really kind of weird. We should just leave him alone. So he had to go back to the wife. Because yeah. I mean, we, how many times have we saw him rubbing the biker, the biker? Oh guy's my gosh! Girl he, she and... sat on his lap. Remember that? She <laughs> sat on his lap, and you see these these hardcore biker guys looking at her like, who is the this announcement? Dude? He's rubbing the guy's <laughs> wife's shoulders, whispering into her ear. But that's, that's the thing, stuff. though. He's survived all this stuff, and somehow he's still lovable Joe. He's just lovable Joe. But yeah, he, he pulls it off. Look, it's no mistake, right? He's a senator, a former senator, and he's a vice president for eight years. It's no mistake that he's lasted that right. Long, that and long. his and the emotional twist here is that his son obviously you know tragically passed away of cancer and 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 he but i guess he he apparently had talked to his son and they had talked about this that he'd want to do it and so that would obviously be a motivating factor for anyone but i don't see i mean you're the sitting vice president for eight years i mean it's really weird actually that no one uh pushes i mean everyone pushed i mean al gore usually usually the vice president's like the next person yeah, in line. Person like in line. It's, just, the, it's, it's the obvious no, choice. Right. There was no question that Joe okay. would do it. Right. And, and this particular uh, run was there was no question it was Hillary and uh, maybe Joe will just go away. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'd actually be cheering for Biden if, oh, he, if he jumped into this thing. I want him in. Oh, bad. come on. Come on. I mean, could you imagine? Could you imagine how pissed off Hillary Clinton would be if Joe Biden came in there and just somehow, you know, went ahead of, it surged ahead of her? I believe that he I might. I mean. Because she would have to talk. 
if he if he came out, she would have to talk, right? I mean, she would actually. If Joe Biden said, "I'm going to run," there would have to be some kind of debate, which they're saying there there's not going to be one now, right? There's right. no point of one. So if he runs, there'll have to be a debate, and Joe could was going to beat her. He, he does just fine in debates. Oh, he, he did good against uh, that, Palin and Ryan. And, he puts and, that Joe Biden smile on and says, you know, listen, hey, Hillary, I mean, I love the new socks over the cankles, but you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Yes, he can insult with the best of yes. them, and, and oh, he doesn't look like a villain. He's just, he's just Joe. And, and the other thing he can do is he can tie everything, every quote-unquote accomplishment from this administration to him. Everyone. It's, it, this is me. I was here doing, what were you, I'm sorry, Hillary, what were you doing while I was uh, in the White House here getting all these health care things done and everything? I remember you talked about it in 94. And, you know, obviously I don't agree with any of these things, but that's what he's going to say. Oh, and my it, gosh, yes. To their base, I mean, it would make sense. It sure would. And, I mean, all their causes. And he's made commercials with the president promoting all their causes. Yeah. And and not only that, Biden is ahead of the curve on Obama on many things. For example, uh, you know, again, from their view, gay marriage. Who was the one who who kind of pushed? Remember, he, like, embarrassed the White House because he, he came out and was like, yeah, man, we need to get with the times. And, right. and Obama hadn't done it yet. So he forced Obama's hand. So he, so he's even got the upper hand on those issues. And he could be like, hey, look, this, I pushed the administration in this progressive way that we need to go. So, I mean, I think he's got a lot going for him. Right. I, for, if I were him, I would absolutely do we it. We just made a strong case for you, Joe Biden. You yes. need to run. And I, I think you need to heed the words of your, your uh, deceased son. Um, very sad. Don't want anything ever happen like that to anyone. And I think you just heed his words and run. Absolutely. We want you. I think it's a good idea for you. Yeah. Don't let all those sound bites, the, the stand-up chucks, you know, the guy in the wheelchair you told to stand up, or, or when you were That's commenting a, on the, you know, the 7-Elevens and how you can't go to a 7-Eleven without, without an Indian accent. I mean, I'm not joking either, man. I'm not joking either. I That's know. my favorite joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, 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 I'm serious. Yeah. Indian accent. Everybody, everybody gives them that look. I'm not joking either. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. And the stand-up Chuck thing. <laughs> as much as that is one of my favorite all-time clips of Joe Biden, stand-up yes. Chuck. Oh, God bless you. God bless Let's you. stand up for you. You're making but, everybody else stand up, really, old that, buddy. <laughs> I hope that he actually, I hope that one of his, uh, one of his do people actually got the boot for that, because that really isn't his fault. It's not his fault. I mean, he, while yeah. he sh may have... You know, he may have probably should have known who Chuck was yeah, and all that. He's the vice he president. goes there, he goes into town, he's going to make a speech, and they give him a list of people to introduce. And, of course, my good old buddy Chuck, uh, whatever, I can't yeah. remember his last name. Uh, Chuck, stand up, Chuck. <laughs> and then he looks down, and he, I thought that means that he handled it great, right? Because he looks down and he realizes, oh, crap, my notes right. don't say that. Right. Oh, God bless you. Let it stand up for Chuck. Yes. So he, handled, he, he handles it great. He did handle it well, and somebody got chewed out on the, so. on the advanced team yeah, there for I mean, not bad. pointing. You can't expect these guys that's to bad. know every local yokel in there, and they, which they have to give shout-outs to these guys at right. every stupid stop. Thing. Now, look, we're giving him all of these things just because we want him to run. And normally, <laughs> you know, we would not give him these sorts of benefits of the doubt, and we would just say, you idiot. The guy's in a wheelchair, and you told him to stand up. You idiot. <laughs> you sick freak. Get your hands off that guy's wife. Okay, you freak. <laughs> but no, Joe, we love you, and uh, get we in that do. race. Just, just throw your hat in there. Just go for it. I think you need to, Joe. I think you do. You look, look. You got the teeth done. You got the face done. You got the hair plants good. You look great. Come on in. Let's go. <laughs> now, this one, according to the L.A. Times, Hillary's numbers are down uh, on whether she's trustworthy or honest. Boy, that's a surprise. How were they ever up? 
That's what I want to know. I mean, she, this whether is she's the same, trustworthy or honest. This is the same woman who said that she recounted this vivid story. I mean, this is Brian Williams on steroids when she oh said that gosh. they went off the tarmac in Afghanistan and we were dodging sniper fire and everything else. And then they and then they show the clip of it and she's just walking on the tarmac like, hello, hello, local <laughs> Afghans. Uh, it didn't look like there was much sniper fire coming. But... No, there was not. That, yeah, Brian Williams on steroids. There's no oh doubt my about gosh. that. Yeah, it may, I mean, it made Brian Williams look like freaking, you Bad. know. I mean, she, and Mother then Teresa. we get back to, we're, we're not even getting to the rest of these numbers that tick people off, but you think about her and uh, being broke, trying to be with the broke. I mean, there's another Brian Williams story, right? <laughs> I mean, that's saying we got out, we were broke. And, I mean, no way. There's proof abounding. It wasn't even close. And yet she says we're broke, and the, the line, well, it felt that way. You know, I mean, we felt broke. Did Hillary, I don't remember, I mean, remember I don't this being a headline. I wonder what the actual quote was, because I forget it. But, I mean, for her to even remotely try, I mean, that's, you know, you know what that is. That's, that's a typical rich progressive trying to identify with the, right. with, the, with, the, with the regular people. I'm just like you. Right. No, you're not. $100,000, $200,000 a speech, right. you know, houses and, everywhere. And there very well may be a, a, a line from uh, a movie that I love by Paul Newman, that Paul Newman stars in. His line is about the actress says, uh, the thing is, we're broke. And Paul Newman says, no, you're overextended. I'm broke. Someday I'll explain the difference to you. <laughs> so it's possible that Hillary and Bill could have been overextended. And, of course, she's got the, uh, the email problem. The U.S. Intelligence Community's Inspector General found that, contrary to her claim, Clinton's private emails did contain classified what? information. I know. That is so shocking. Although the, the material apparently wasn't marked as secret. Uh, the Justice Department. <laughs> that would have been okay. What was her email? Secret. Wasn't her email like hrod at hotmail.com or something ridiculous like that? <laughs> That's the one I used to email her at. I don't know H-Rod. if that was the real one, hrod at I hotmail. Love, I love seeing the names that these people pick for their emails when their emails come out. hrod. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. You know, this is really interesting with this Bernie Sanders surge because Bernie is open about being a socialist. Like, he is not... Like, he's not, like, one of these typical progressives who are essentially socialists, but just don't like... They know, it's, they know it's deadly to say it. Bernie is just like, whatever. And I, don't, I haven't been watching his campaign speeches, so I don't know if he's actually saying it in his speeches. But my mother-in-law, actually, who's... You know, she's, she's one of these people that kind of surfacey watches things. She doesn't really dive in. She sees the headlines and stuff. And, but she's typically conservative. And uh, so she's, she's never heard of this Bernie Sanders guy. So she sees him. She goes, you know, Dan, you know who I really like? You know who's saying a lot of things that make sense? This Bernie Sanders yeah. guy. Is really, he's saying some things, things that make, some sense. make a lot of sense, you it's know? Fair. And I'm like, what are you, what are you, really? I'm like, really? Like, what, yeah, what, what does it say? He's talking about the middle class, you know? He's really yep. talking about the working people. I'm like, hmm. That is interesting. That socialists tend to do those sorts of things, yeah. you know. And she's like, "Oh, you know." And then you feel like, and then you feel like you're the, "Oh, I'm here, here, here I come, going to socialist," you know. But I'm like, "No, no, you can look." He says it. He says he's a socialist. And he said, "But here's a guy who's a socialist," and people are like, "Yeah." And well, we've come down that road quite a ways, though, right? Yeah. I mean, over the years, uh, we've really, that road has been pushed on us. So there's more and more people that will identify with that more. I mean, it's right. you look at it and you think, "Well, yeah." Yeah, yeah, with the young do, generation. They do need to take care yeah, of me. Yeah, exactly. It matches up with what they've been yeah. trained to learn in school Imagine. about capitalism and everything else and how it's Everybody's so unfair. A winner. And, uh, yeah. Everybody's a winner. <laughs> yeah. Here's your trophy. Everybody's a winner. 
capitalism's bad, it's crushing you, you can't do anything, you can never can succeed unless... Doggone it, you're just as good as that kid that got bad grades, so we're just going to equal them out. <laughs> no problem, don't you worry so, about But it. somehow that's resonating. It'll be interesting to see how they go. And how, how old is Hillary, by the way? Because I remember this was a big issue for McCain. And, Hillary's, uh, uh, she's 72, right? I mean, she's in her 70s. If she's in her 70s, it's really funny how they're not... I think we should look oh, that up. Oh, they don't touch that. I, I'm pretty sure she's... Because uh, that was a big deal for McCain. You know, if we all remember this, oh, yeah. McCain in 07, he could have dropped dead at any moment. <laughs> like, it was just, we were on McCain death watch at 72. And now we don't even know how old Hillary is. I mean, yeah, you heard it in one story. Yeah, because her and Joe Biden are both pretty close to uh, the same age, right? Biden's been in Congress since, like, 1972. And I'm not even kidding. It's, like, in the 1970s. Yeah, a long time. Which, uh, term limits... Uh, you know, that's my big my big pet issue right now is you need to get term limits in there. We, we do not need these guys in here for 30 freaking years. I mean, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, she'd be 72 as she gets it up. She's 67 right now. 67? Wait, what? Wait. Yeah, she's 67 right now. So, she'd so be, I mean, she'll be 72 if she got into office and start running. She'd be in her 70s if she got into office. Right, so she'd so reach she, her 70s in that yeah. first term or whatever. Yeah. And let's not rule out Barack Obama's third term. He did lay, he finally he joked sure about did. it. He finally he joked sure, about it. You knew he couldn't help himself. You knew I was I'm waiting surprised. for it. I was I have been waiting for it. For, I thought for sure it would have happened by now. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, I mean, you know that he thinks. He was dying for that to come up bad. And he did, oh gosh, we should, I got, we got to pull up this quote before I have to yes. break. If you haven't seen it, it's unbelievable. And he's like, joking, not joking. Not at all. Oh, like, hey, no the, way. He was... And my, the, my, the best part about his quote is he says, look, but the Constitution, I just can't. Since when has the Constitution <laughs> ever stopped you? Come on, we gotta, we have to Mr. It. Executive we have Order. To find it, because that, that's Jeez. tremendous. I thought for sure I'm with you. I would have bet money that he would have bet it before. Yeah. We all were. Yeah. I mean, we all were. I certainly was. He needs something, though, because FDR, who's really the only one who did it, and uh, he just kept going. He, had, he got into his fourth term, and that's when he died in office. And, uh, but FDR, it was during World War II. And I will right. get, as horrible as FDR was domestically, I will go on record saying I think that FDR was a great wartime president as far as motivating the public. Yes. Talking about, the, if you listen to his speeches, they're awesome. Yes, like, so the, like, I want to go the out there. The country needed you know. what he had at the time. No yes. question. So, but he used that to, instead of, like, what a typical statesman in America would do is say, look, they would, they would build up the next guy and say, look, this is bigger than one person. This is not about me. The next person can come and lead it and hand it off. Yeah, and no. let, but, oh, no, no, no. no, he, no, no, that, no. FDR would still be president if he was alive today. <laughs> but, uh, but the amazing thing about FDR, though, is that he kept winning these huge elections, and he won by significant margins. But as soon as he died, the first thing that Congress did was pass term limits into uh, into the Constitution we can't have another because FDR. yeah well yeah and and because when George Washington went they wanted him to go over and over and over again but he said no we don't want a king we're we're just going to stop but it right. was a gentleman's agreement it was not it was he said two terms eight years that's it that's all we're going to do but they never had that written in so everybody followed that gentleman's agreement up until FDR and then as soon as FDR's out they're like let's get that thing in the Constitution. <laughs> And uh, here's Obama going, oh, the Constitution, come on. We have some sad news. Yeah. FDR died. Turn limits. <laughs> so, I mean, but Obama could go executive order on that anytime. He just needs the excuse. What's, oh. his, what's his excuse? We'll, we'll, we'll play that, definitely. Uh, more <laughs> of Pat and Stu with uh, Jeff and Dan right after this of the Blaze Television Network. Yeah.
Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. Go to Freedom350.com right now and change your life today. That's Freedom, the number, 350.com, and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to Freedom350.com. Hello, and welcome to the Patents Do Show with Jeff Fisher and Dan Andros today, filling in as this was Glenn's first day back. Big day back. day back, huge, huge we, day. We're supposed to talk about yeah, that. Yeah. He's got a regular person illness. He'll be back tomorrow. Glenn will be back tomorrow. We're all looking forward to that. Big day tomorrow. Glenn will be back on radio and TV. Until he comes down with the other illness. But, no, no, no. But no that won't happen. No, that's no, not going to happen. happen. Stop talking about I know, that. I know, I know, I know. Sorry. All right, so in the last segment, we talked about uh, our president, uh, Barack Hussein Obama, uh, mentioned that... Uh, Finally, uh, while we were on vacation, that he talked about uh, this past week, that he talked about getting his third term. <laughs> and, oh, my gosh, I, I, as we joked, I really did think he would do it before now. But I yeah. know you know he was just dying to get that comment in. I thought for sure that they would, before we played, I thought for sure that they were going to leak some sort of a, like, a grassroots movement, like a grassroots right. movement, like draft Obama. The people are calling for it. I, I had no intention of doing it, but look at this. It's on the Internet. In times of they trouble, want me to go. the country's in such great strife. Uh, yeah. We've made such great progress, we cannot risk it now. If I step, if I step, if I step down now. If I step down now, goes. everything. But yeah, like 5% unemployment, 5.8% or something. Everything we mean, goes down. Is it getting better than that? <laughs> everything we work for goes down. Yeah. Plus, Michelle's got a couple more places on the planet she needs to see. Gosh. Ooh, sorry. You know, Buck brought it up last week about Michelle Obama that she's going to run for Senate. I didn't even think of that, and that's just that's you know that's happening. We're getting we're getting Senator oh. Michelle Obama, and that's just. I we we had talked about that I think on the on the radio show yeah. about her running before. Yeah, that's just um, awful. But maybe you know when you yeah, we'll get to Barack on his third term. But when you start thinking about that, um, it might not be worth. Now she's she's seen what happened to Barack. How they went into the office thinking that they were going to do all this stuff. And they haven't been able to do enough. Think about all the stuff that he's done. And now they're thinking they haven't done enough. But you know that she's pretty... I mean, that's why Jesse Jackson and that's why uh, uh, Malcolm X, what's-his-face, the Reverend uh, Farrakhan didn't mm-hmm. like him anymore because he didn't go far enough. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, not so, enough, yeah. And Michelle, if Michelle runs for office, she pretty much knows that she's not going to be able to go as far as she wants. Right? So the money that they make from uh, the Obama Foundation, they'll be able to move their th- plan forward around the globe a lot faster than her taking office. Just let this one marinate for a minute. Can you imagine what Barack Obama's speaking fees are going to be after this oh, thing? The Obama Foundation is but, going to be huge. But it may never happen because, as we know, President Obama has uh, let the cat out of the bag. He's, he's <laughs> floating this idea around of a third term. Let's watch. I am in my second term. It has been an extraordinary privilege for me to serve as the President of the United States. I cannot imagine a greater honor or a more interesting job. I almost believe him. I love my work. 
do you? But under our Constitution, I cannot run again. Oh. <laughs> I can't run again. Oh. oh, yeah, you can. I actually think I'm a pretty good president. I think if I ran, I could win. Oh, boy. But oh, I can't. My God. But I can't. But I can't. I can't. This pesky Constitution that I've trampled over. Actually, really it's in the way. The, the so there's a lot that I'd like to do to keep America moving. <laughs> but the law is the law. Oh, is oh it? my gosh. The law is oh. the law. How absurd is that from a that guy who's a trampled on it from, from uh, you know, the, the border. I mean, from Obamacare, he's just going in there and changing laws. The law is the law. Changing parts of the law. The law is the law, except for on the Obamacare thing. I'm going to go in there and tinker a little I'm bit. I'm actually a good president. a little bit. But that pesky constitution. I can run, I can win. Oh. Unbelievable. Oh, my and, gosh. You know, he, but you notice how he said the way he said that. He's like, well, look, I can't run again. Uh, you know, uh, everyone's just like, like, he's trying to, he's like begging for the do it. Yeah, do, do it. it. You can't do it. Just like every he time. Did, he didn't get that, though. That's kind of a little disappointing for him. He got some applause, but he didn't get that he Laraza just do it. Yeah, the just do it. And, the, yeah, that's the exact same thing that he yeah. was going for. Because when he would say, the way he floats around going around the Constitution every other time is this way. He says, look, we have to get this done. And the Congress is just standing in the way. But I can go act on my own if they make me. Right. You know, and, and then they're like, yeah, do it. Be a dictator. Yeah. Oh, oh. But uh, but so he was looking for that same he reaction. Sure he didn't quite get it. No, he did like, not. Ooh, that's kind of creepy. I think I think I like you, but not that much. <laughs> I don't think we're supposed to have you for three terms and like it. Would he win? Do you think he would win? I don't know, boy. I, I think he actually probably would. Sadly, I, you're probably right. I, maybe gosh. I don't know. Like it could go either way. Like, see, part of me thinks that the country is sane enough that even the people on the left would go, ooh. But this is not a good idea. I love time. him, but but every time I see these crazy things happening in the country, then I'm like, well, why am I why am I banking we, on the country to be sane? Yeah, we saw that. They were looking. Oh yeah, we what a great it was idea. The same argument was, my gosh, they can't reelect him. Right? Yeah. There's yeah. no way. I look at the first four years. There's no way they can reelect him. No way. Gosh, I, I I hate to harp on this, but you know, when you just think about that last election, those. Do you remember how good Romney was in the first debate, and he yes. was harping on him on the economy, and then. For some reason, in the second bad and third advice. ones, he just backed off. Bad, bad advice. He was just like, yeah, well. I mean, he had Obama admitting that the economy sucked Yeah. in the first debate. Bad, bad advice. He was like, yeah, 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 it all blows. I mean, what, what are you going to do? But, you know, <laughs> then the second, third debate, he just calls off the dogs. I mean, he tried for the Benghazi slam dunk, but he screwed it up. And, uh, you know, and then, of course, the moderator was on Obama's side and threw, threw him a lifeline. Well, he actually did say something different. Shut up, Candy. Let him do that. Right. And then we talked, you know, you talk about the presidential poll with Donald Trump in the, in oh. the front runner for, uh, you know, the NBC Wall Street Journal poll. Um, he's kept the lead. He's got 19.8%. Walker at 13.2%. Bush at 13 Rand Paul at 6.4%. Wow, that's a big drop after the first three. Trump, Walker, Bush, and then whoa. How Paul, is that? Carson, Rubio, Huckabee. Cruz, Christie, okay, oh, that's real close. Yeah, I yeah. mean, look, if you're, I mean, look, 
I, I'm going to tread lightly here because I realize that for some reason 80% of this audience right now seems to love Trump, at least everybody on social media, because I did a little video on Trump and I became the most hated man on the Internet in Glenn Beck circles for simply pointing out <laughs> that maybe Donald Trump shouldn't be the president of a freaking America. Wow. I mean, uh, Why do you hate? but anyway, uh, if, it, if you're like me and you think maybe Trump shouldn't be the guy for the GOP this time around, here's, here's something that should give you a little solace. In 2007, in July, leading the polls for the GOP nomination was a man named Fred Thompson. Love Fred Thompson. And uh, Rudy Giuliani are you talking, was the about, are you second. talking about President Fred Thompson, the yeah, guy that made it all yes. the way? The guy oh, yeah, that made okay. it all the way. Yeah. He made it all the way. He beat Obama. It was great. Um, actually, no, he completely fizzled and, and his campaign died. The reverse and, and I actually like Fred Thompson. Right now, Fred. But, um, I do too. But uh, the other one was Rudy Giuliani was up there on the top of the polls at the time. And, of course, wow. he had the ill-fated strategy of Florida Wait first. Wait for Florida. Wait for Florida. And then he let uh, uh, you know, Iowa, New Hampshire, Carolinas go by. And by then it was too late and he was done. He didn't even win Florida. Didn't even come close. Wow. I mean, everyone's like, but Rudy who? What? What happened? Uh, they'd forgotten about him by the time yeah. he was there. So, um, so that was he did a lot of media still. in but, Florida at the time too, and it still didn't work. But you know, I just I can't understand the Trump fascination. I, I really, I mean, I, I get why he's just saying things like that, or you know, what are on people's minds. Immigration bad. Well, I'm going to stop everything. But the guy doesn't believe any of it. Okay, yeah, but here's a, here's a, here's a thought. Uh, Trump is winning and in the lead because we like the idea of this big, bombastic, loud guy and not... He's just going to tell it and, like it and is. ...and not apologize for what he says, right? We love that. That's what, yeah. that's, what, that's what we love. That's what we love about him. All right. So then this weekend, going back to your Mitt Romney, one debate, strong, comes out strong, then gets bad advice and gets his ass kicked. The last dude to, <laughs> just killed him. Yeah. Okay. He, Trump said on some of the Sunday interviews this past weekend that he wasn't going to be that guy you know, to take over the stage and be loud and be bombastic at these debates. I think that if he does that, which I don't, I doubt that he won't do that. But if he does that, that's bad advice. He'll lose. That puts him out. You think so? I actually think that maybe what he's going to try to do is just have a couple little jabs here and there. Because what's going to happen is all of the other candidates are going to gang up on Trump because he's at the top. And so he's just going to he's just going to play like, well, look, uh, this this is what he's going to keep saying over and over. He's I'm going to lead. That's what you do to the front. Runner. That's what you do to the front runner. I mean, I expect this. Yes. You're going to get these sort of attacks. But, uh, you know, look, hey, they're, they, they've got they're sitting way back at the polls. I'm at the top. They've got to do what they got to do. I expect it. So, you know, that's not my position. You know, he's trying to, always, you know, try to knock the king off the mountain. You right. know. Yeah. Go ahead, Ted. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'll, yeah, I'll be fine. I'm just going to go sleep at one of my many beautiful casinos and resorts and find this gold and brass finishes that you could possibly buy and design. And there's, you know, lion statues and everything else. It's fantastic. I love lions, by the way. I would never kill one. You know, it's just it's ridiculous. You can see, you can see my beautiful wife sitting in the crowd right now. <laughs> now, Chuck in Minnesota has got his own thoughts about Donald Trump. Oh, Chuck, Chuck, welcome to the broadcast. How are you? Hey, uh, nice to talk to you there, Jeff and Dan. Uh, you know, I just wanted to sort of, uh, uh, since we're violating the no, uh, the Trump-free zone here, uh, I wanted to bring up uh, our favorite Navy SEAL, Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Uh, I'm from Minnesota. And uh, you know, when he was running for governor, yes. the only two things that he was in favor of, he was very loud, just like Trump is, but he was real loud. At, but uh, his thing was... Uh, he wanted to reduce the fees on auto tags, and he wanted to reduce the fees on uh, personal watercraft. Huh. And there Tell was me that nobody a good idea. that I knew, and I, I've been quasi-active in politics uh, 
on the Republican side. But there was nobody I knew that supported Jesse Ventura at all, yet somehow he won. <laughs> and, uh, you know, everybody I know denied that they voted for him. And then several years later, I started finding out, oh, well, yeah, I did. I yeah, voted for him. Yes. Well, this is what yeah, happens. The scary thing is, you know, like I'm a Cruz fan and then Walker after Cruz. But the scary thing is, is that, I, you know, history repeats itself. And this is the same kind of thing almost. You know, you can find a million reasons why Trump has no business being in the, in the race and he's a big joke. But if you look back at what happened in Minnesota, the two, the Republican and the Democrat, they both sat there, you know, Ventura is a joke. And everybody blew him off, and mm. uh, you know, and unfortunately, the you know the people that probably shouldn't be voting, they all voted for him. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully they investigate. Chuck, right, hopefully, thanks, Chuck. Thanks, Chuck. We'll appreciate Ho it. Hopefully they investigate, uh, you know, um, Trump a little bit farther than they did Ventura, because <laughs> so you know, uh, maybe on a local level, you don't get as into it as a as a presidential campaign. Um, but you've got to look at their views. I mean, if you look at Jesse Ventura, it didn't take too long to see that the guy is, you know, conspiratory, you know, cons cons conspiracyville and, uh, you know, and crazy. And so, um, but with Trump, I think Trump's actually even more dangerous than, uh, than Ventura, than a guy like Ventura. And here's why. Because Ventura has at least a set of general beliefs, right? He's suspicious of everything, you know, he, he's... I mean, anti-government on, you know, almost everything. Whatever it is, it's his, it, he stays pretty right, close like to his line. He's got some basis, some viewpoint okay. that he generally follows. Agree with it or not. You know right. what I mean? He generally follows a certain set of views. Whereas Trump is just, say whatever the hell I've got to say. He doesn't actually believe anything. It just blows in the wind. He just works. says stuff that he thinks sounds good to get himself elevated, which I think is even worse because... And that was his excuse for giving money to both parties and yeah. being strong was because uh, hey, I got I got a lot of stuff done. I got to get work done. I got buildings to build and people to, people to take care of. I, I can't be concerned with that Republican Democrat thing. Right, but when you're not tethered to any set of morals or values or principles, when the when the view suddenly becomes, hey, you know what? You know the biggest danger to America is Jeff Fisher and Dan Andros, and we need to just hang those guys publicly uh, as quick as we can. And, that, and then the public opinion goes up on it, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah. And then Trump's like, oh, you know what? Yeah, they're all saying we need to do it. So yeah, I agree. Just do it. So you know, that's an extreme example. I mean, I might, but agree. That's the, I might agree with Hank and Dan, but me, boy, do I disagree with that. Yeah, it's I've... time to take a break before we comment any more on that. I'll yeah. tell you right now on the Bet Stew Show minus Bet Stew. I've tried to do it several times. It failed, but I think it's a failure. Some would say you need a bigger one. I'm sorry, I missed that. Welcome to the Pat and Stu Show. Jeff Fisher along with Dan Andros on the Pat and Stu Show. You know, last week was a big week, and we were on vacation. Uh, so, uh, I mean, you were here. You were, right? you were hanging around doing some of the, yes. some of the dirt well, some, work around Some of us still place. worked yeah, huh. when, uh, while everyone they, else is off. They would just uh, close this know, place down? Playing with horses and huh. doing all these other things. Some I'll of figure. us work. Anyway, uh, Joe Concha was the very first to break the news with an exclusive report that MSNBC... 
plan to cancel the cycle. Oh, gosh. Gosh, everyone was so upset that they didn't get that scoop, by the way. Now with Alex Wagner. Oh, which I... And, and of course, the most devastating news of all, the Ed Show. No. It's canceled again. No. Again? I know. I know. I mean, they, I don't know, the guy, the first time the guy wanted it. I don't know if he wanted it this time or not. Yeah, did he Spend get more promoted? Time with the family. Did he get promoted to the weekend show? This time I think That's he got promoted to no, no show. show. He got promoted to uh, the family room and talking to his relatives. <laughs> so sad. That is oh, unbelievable. So now, in the coming weeks, uh, they're going to complete the plans to create a new look and flow to our dayside programming. Our 3 to 6 p.m. hours will begin the pivot towards live and the breaking news coverage. What, what is this play? What are they doing? They should just, they actually should shut it all down and yeah. start again. You know what's sad? Because I remember I did a few blogs a while back, kind of, because Ed Schultz at one time, he came out. This was back when, you know, we were still on Fox, and uh, I think it was 2010 or 11. And he was like, ah, you know, he had one good night where he had like, I don't know, 200,000, and he was like 50,000 behind in the demo. And he was like, <laughs> It was a, you know, and he was just like, I can taste it. I am going to kick Fox's ass. He's like, I'm going to stomp on their skulls and pee on their dead bodies. We're like, what the hell is this guy? So anyway, he made this big claim that by midterms, which was like six months, that he was going to pass Fox. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to track this. So I just started tracking every single day. And, and he and just, of course he, oh my gosh, he bombed. And he never beat Fox, not one single night. I think he was going against Brett Bear at the time. He was up at the same time what about as Brett Bear, and he Brett, what about, killed him. Brett, Brett, Brett Bear was there. And Brett Bear was going like 400,000 in demo a night. Ed was like 60, <laughs> 40,000 every night. And actually, I think Ed won out of all the whole year. He only won like one night or two nights. And each time, it was when it was a rerun, like on a holiday, and they there. ran a show called Lockup. Which is some show about, you know, it's like a reality show or something yeah. in jails. I've never actually, something about jails. And that's the like only time. It so, brings back way too many memories. But. <laughs> but that's the only time he ever beat Fox is when, uh, so he, that, that prediction didn't come true. Bad. Um, so, but yeah, this is interesting now because MSC, what are they left with? They're left with Chris Matthews. The great Chris Matthews. They've still got to mess with Rachel uh, Maddow. Rachel. They've got Lawrence O'Donnell. Lawrence O'Donnell and Christopher Hayes. Uh, he's out, though, I think. Is I think, he out? Uh, I thought uh, he was, isn't uh, he still on? I think he's on. Yeah, but I think that the writing is on the wall for sure for him. I mean, you think he would have been. Right. I know. I, mean, I thought he'd he would have made it. He would have gotten cut right here. And they had to get, uh, they've got to do this. They've got to do this in bits and pieces, right? So their big promotion is, what they're saying is, uh, <laughs> let's see, uh, you know, interim Hearst and then, um, and then. In September, we'll unveil a 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. schedule driven by dynamic coverage of breaking news events that are shaping the day. Chuck Todd, of course, will anchor a show in the 5 p.m. slot. Okay, so they've got to do this piecemeal, building up to this so they can get rid of Al Sharpton. Right? Because you can't just get rid of Al Sharpton. And they'll be racist if they fight. They, you they can't just get rid of Al Sharpton. That's how they think. Right. Because, like, I mean, we'll if you just say, Al, oh, you're out. You're, out of I mean, all the he white will people protest around that building. Right. So if you do it this way, uh, they're able to say, Al, you see what we're doing here, babe. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can come back around, maybe do a guest shot with, uh, with Joe and Mika in the morning, who are still there, by the way. Mm -hmm. Great morning show. Yeah, they're just dominating the airwaves there. She's so bad. So can we, <clears throat> can we uh, take a look? Because this is, this is sad. I mean, for... for Tens, You're going to make me tens, tear up. For tens and tens of viewers, uh, this is a sad day. 
Uh, I know. So I, 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 tried to avoid I didn't it. want to cry today either. All but right. let's just let's take a let's take a look at Big Ed's goodbye. Oh no. Oh. Hi, Ed Schultz here. Thanks for giving me a couple of minutes tonight. They didn't even let him do In it. In case you hadn't heard, <laughs> MSNBC <laughs> has made it official. They have house? canceled the Ed Show, and I will no longer be hosting the Ed Show or any show on MSNBC. <laughs> I'm going to miss it, no question about it. I was informed of this on July 16th by the man who hired me, Phil Griffin, and I'm grateful for that. He told me that MSNBC in the 5 o'clock hour Eastern time was going to go in a different direction, and I was no longer in their future plans and thanked me for the work I did on the network, and I certainly appreciate it. Phil hired me uh, over six years ago. I did everything they asked me to do. I enjoyed it. It was quite a life experience. But in business and in broadcasting and in cable, things change, uh, directions change, and it affects people's lives and careers. And I want you to know that I'm very appreciative of the opportunity that was afforded me. And uh, it was quite a life experience, no doubt. I will move on to do other things on different platforms. I hope you'll follow my work here at WeGotEd.com. I plan on being in this election cycle in a big way, covering stories all oh, over the country and big way. Wisconsin oh. and Ohio and Florida and bringing you a lot of content on this website. I'm going to miss NBC, MSNBC, no doubt. I'm a big fan. They're great people, great professionals, mm. and they just want to do something different at 5 o'clock. I accept that. I didn't want to say anything on the air because it's never been about me. I thought I'd choose this oh, venue right? to say my goodbyes. I don't like show. long goodbyes anyway. And by the time you're watching this, I'm already in Canada catching fish and probably having a cocktail thinking about what my future is going to be like. And it will be bright. We'll do a lot of things on this website. I'll have a lot of commentary and a lot of coverage. So... I'll be okay. I don't want anybody feeling sorry for me. I've had a good run. Wait a second. I've had a lot of fun, and there have been a lot of challenges along the way that I think I have met with character. Thanks for watching. No, no. This and is. And hope you join I'm me here at WeGotEd.com. No. I'm sorry. Yeah. So wait a second. This wasn't even on MSNBC's <laughs> website. No. They didn't air it on MSNBC or their website. No. He I, had to put this on his own on website. website. But I love it, though. I love it. It's wow. Like, I love it. It's like, look, these in business, sometimes this wow. happens. Like when, you know, when no one's watching your show and you get zero ratings and no one's paying for anything and no one's watching, they tend to not like it. It's just, <laughs> oh, man. It sucks. And listen, and so, how long was he? How long was that weekends? Because I, I know they hired him six years ago, but somewhere in there he right. was promoted to weekends, which went over great. Which he was supposed to spend more time fishing in Canada and having cocktails and being with the family. Yeah, Big Ed. By the way, don't feel bad for me. Big Ed, I think, is actually a fairly wealthy man. He is. He's got his own plane that he he's flies around. He's got a big around. construction company that yeah. he runs. Yeah. So this guy, right. I mean, he's just another you know progressive that's out there championing the little guy as he's getting rich off the backs of him with you know these unions that clobber you with fees and everything else. That is out. Uh, still, listen, uh, you know, you're not going to make. I can't watch this. <laughs> the other goodbyes. I mean, we've got we've Tor- got the yeah. cycle goodbye. We've got. Alex Wagner's goodbye. I don't I mean, know how I, much uh, how much emotion I can take in one day, Jeffy. But I mean, we can try. Yeah, maybe maybe, well, we, maybe we need to regather ourselves, and then recoup and, and see the other goodbyes. Maybe we have the pain again instead of eating it all up. Look, I'm, yeah. Wait, look, we, I, I, right. I, I no, need closure. No, no, I need no, no, closure. No, no. I don't know no, about no, you. No, Pat and Stu show. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not, not going to let that thing hang yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, it was no, a beautiful Pat relationship. Jeff and Dan. Yeah, no, we'll just make me cry here, and then we'll make me cry when we come back. What about? Ha, ha, ha.
All right, so we got more. It's still, we're still, we're still. I think I'm better now, Jeffy. I think we can do it. Okay. Yes, I'm a little bit clever. MSNBC, the goodbyes of the MSNBC show. Oh. Ed watching BigEd.com. Tell us goodbye and why he left MSNBC. Alex Wagner said goodbye on MSNBC after her years of running. This is magnificent. MSNBC. Let me ask you something, Dan. Yeah. If I asked you, mm-hmm. is Alex Wagner a man or a woman? What would you say? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no freaking idea. Think about this. Think about this in the audience uh, before you hear this clip. If you've watched this show, you probably know the answer because we've played a couple of clips. Because her run, the great run of the Alex Wagner show, started in 2011 at noon, and then sometime with, between noon and now, they moved it to 4 p.m., hoping that someone would notice her. That rocked the world. Here's her goodbye. From MSNBC. We love you. Thank you for watching. For one last time, that is all for now. The Ed Show is up next. Mm. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. That was massive. You got canceled. That's what you did. Oh, <laughs> she, she swears. That's good stuff. Oh my Thanks, gosh! Alex. And Ed Show is up next, and actually, he's not really. dead too. Not really, so. because what you're seeing isn't live. Ed's from Minnesota, <laughs> or wherever the hell he's from. Yeah, he's from Minnesota. Right? I love that they they stand out there. They get the whole crew out there. Like it's some like it's Saturday Night Live we signing off it. after 50 years or something. Like n- no, no, no you had a show no are. one watched. I didn't know if you were a man or a woman because, like most of America, I never watched your show. So. Yeah, but, yeah, but, she was on at 4 p.m., which is a prime Four. time slot. It is a prime time they slot. Moved, they started out the show at noon. Same name, by the way, now mm-hmm. with Alex Wagner. Now with Alex Wagner. And then sometime within the under four years of broadcast time, they said, which is quite a long time, actually. I was, I was hoping That's that she was run. only on for a couple of years. They moved it to a different time slot, hoping that, look, we'll get a few more people and we'll know who you are. We'll promote that we're moving you so people will actually know who you are and know that you're there. And no, it doesn't work. But yay, we did yay, it. Yay, we did it. Congratulations. Yay, we and, did it. And Torrey and the cycle has gone too. And oh, oh God. no. We're going to miss that. Oh, oh gosh. No. We need a break, Jimmy. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. Not the cycle. <laughs> Show with no fat or stew. Uh, Jeff Fisher here and Dan Andros. Hello, Jeffy. Hello, Dan. Welcome to the broadcast. You know, while we were gone last week, we had a big controversy over Cecil the Lion. The dentist hunted oh. and killed down Cecil the Lion, who was powered by GPS, we found out earlier on radio. I didn't know anyone could be powered by GPS, but apparently you can. Um, I know that you. You ever been a big game hunter at all? Have you ever hunt, hunted anything at all? No, uh, no, I am not. I mean, I'm, I'm totally for hunting. I have no problem with it. I do. I will say that I am not the biggest fan of. I don't understand the need to 
celebrate and pose. I, like to me, when you're doing that, like the trophy hunting, when you just want to get the picture, I, I, I don't really like that. I mean, like if there's a side benefit as well, like if you can help benefit the community, fine. I just don't get the gloating. You know, especially when it's so set up for you and you didn't actually, do, you weren't actually out in the wild hunting, you know what I mean? Right. It, it was just completely set up for you. This was just a ridiculous, he's probably using some compound bow and he well, still couldn't it, hit the right spot. It's completely set up, but although it takes, I have known a couple of big game hunters and one of them is a relative of mine and they have traveled the world hunting these big game. And in fact, the only thing, the only thing he doesn't have is when we were looking for the polar bear that Glenn wanted for the studios, which <laughs> is still here at the Mercury Studios, by the way. Uh, he doesn't have the my my relative only has a brown bear and a black bear, but he doesn't have a polar bear because polar bears are hard to get into the country, and it's very difficult. Which is why we had to get the one we got that's been here since, you know, eighteen twelve. <laughs> um, but he's got back a, when Teddy Roosevelt was killing yeah, all of the right. uh, all of the animals, right. and uh, nobody seems to nobody cared then. And he's got a, it's, yeah. it, I will say it's really strange to. I mean, I got I, you know, I grew up in Michigan. People were killing deer and shooting pheasants and shooting everything in sight forever since I was a little kid, so whatever. Yeah. But the big game stuff, it's really weird to go. He's got a room full of all his, you know, the big game hunt, the bears, and, you know. Well, yeah. And like, the I, yeah, What bothers me is the, the, is the giddiness over... You know my, you know my father-in-law is a big hunter, and he and he'll he hunts deer, and like he'll get a deer, and you know of course you're only allowed so I guess so many if you per how many tags Illegally. you buy or whatever. So, but he'll he'll eat every, I mean he'll eat every freaking part of that yeah. thing. I mean he'll eat the heart, the liver. I mean like and he's like that's that's so good. Oh, ah, that's like, hey, good. That's Cook dis- it up. Venison's disgusting. good. Disgusting. I'll eat the venison and the the deer jerky and everything else they make out of it. It's great. But the heart, mm, no, no, thanks. That's kind of gross. But put hair on your chest, Dave. Father-in-law loves it. But um, but I, but I can get like he's using the animal, like it's right. feeding him for a period of time. Like that's I, like at least there's some sort of a use, and you know, and but I don't see him taking pictures like, hey, check it out, you know, like. It's, Does he have a deer head hanging in the house or anything? Uh, he's got the skulls everywhere in the basement. Yeah, you know, the skulls. He didn't you know, get the, he didn't get a head saved though or anything. A big. He doesn't big do skull that. Not that I've seen. He doesn't. I mean, do I was. I had one in my room as a kid forever, just a, a big, big deer head with horns that my dad had, had killed forever, you know, yeah. put hang hats on and stuff. Yeah, he, my father-in-law hunts the real way. He, he makes the bow and, and arrows. He makes them out of wood, you know, nice. does them up himself. And, you know, he'll, he'll, you got, if you want to get a good rant, you got to get him going on the people who use compound bows with the <laughs> sights and everything else. That's not bow hunting. He's like, he's, That's like, not he, bow he's, hunting. he's like, what is that? All you got to do is line it up. I mean, that doesn't count. I got to give, give different licenses for those. That's yeah. not bow hunting. <laughs> so he doesn't like it when I go uh, shooting with him because, you know, I miss all the targets and hit the rocks and it breaks all of his arrows. So, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, look. If there's some benefit that can come out of it, I, I can appreciate it, and that's fine. But I don't get the celebratory nature of it, number one. And, and number two, I mean, I don't know. Then the second part of that is I don't get the overreaction. So on the one hand, I don't like the fact that you just lure these animals out and kill them or whatever. But the, on the other hand, it's a freaking lion. Like, this thing will ravage you. And when I was actually Googling, uh, I was Googling lions after this whole thing went down with Cecil. And the first two videos I found on these sites like LiveLeak that will post anything were, uh, were zookeepers that had, uh, oh, that, oh, yeah, just completely. that thing just yeah. ate. The, and one guy taking a picture of, of a lion. He was just driving by the road, popped out, and then he just got mauled. And they just had no problem eating him. The parents, remember uh, uh, Melanie Griffith, her parents. 
used to have, live with all those animals in Hollywood and yeah. had their own uh, zoo and elephants and animals. And they apologized. Uh, the mother and stuff said that they were sorry about having the lion and the tiger and stuff at the house because they were just, just playing. They broken broken arms, broken legs, <laughs> you know, when the kids were growing up. Because, yeah. I mean, hello, it's a beast. It's a beast. I mean, you can make it, you humanize it all you want by giving it a name, but it will rip your throat out if it decides that it wants to eat you. And uh, here's another thing. Those little, uh, those lions, when they get hungry, they eat their own cubs to survive. From time to time. From time to time. Hey. So, you know, um... You know, I mean, I guess if you want America not to be upset about that, then you'd have to make them human cubs, and yeah. then they would then they would not be upset about that. But um, but the Obama administration, Jeffy, is well, no. standing right behind uh, Planned Parenthood, even though uh, you know, uh, and has no plans to act on the shocking videos and no offering the body parts of, watch them. of the aborted they babies for sale. But they will move fast to get to the bottom of what happened to Cecil the lion. Good. That is unbelievable. Good. You know, they, they interviewed uh, actually AP. Got to give them credit. They are actually doing their job. But they, they went and they actually interviewed people from Zimbabwe. Yeah. Like, hey, what are you, are you, are you guys upset about Cecil the Lion? What? Like, people are going crazy over there. What? They're upset about Cecil the Lion? Like, I mean, yeah, that stinks and all, but we've got no food. Our electricity is going out. We don't have, you know, we don't have power. We don't have air conditioning. We don't, we don't have clean water or you know, jobs. One of the people interviewed, are you saying all this noise is about a dead lion? Lions are killed all the time in this country. What is so special about this one? The humans gave him a name. <laughs> My favorite thing of all of this, though, was then they were concerned that they were going to kill the lion's brother. brother. Which, Jericho, which, another name. Not his brother, first of all, but Gawker, this is the best. Gawker, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but Gawker... Uh, post, um, CNN is reporting that Jericho, Cecil's uh, brother, who is also a lion, <laughs> an actual headline from Gawker.com, Cecil's brother, who is, is also, also a lion, lion. That's what else could he be? <laughs> <laughs> you idiot! Uh, very funny. But then CNN, I mean, the whole thing is messed up because CNN's report was wrong. Jericho is alive oh, well. and well, doing fine. But America's on pins and needles over this freaking lion. And like, one of the, oh one of the first reports was talking about they've killed Cecil, who was the head of the Pride. And what happens now is uh, he's got all these little babies, kids, and the other Pride comes in and they eat those baby kids. And then the, I, that's what I hear. Okay, I hear that. Okay, then I listen to another report. Cecil's the head of a pride, and he's got all these babies, and they're afraid that another pride is going to come in, another lion's going to come in, and eat all his babies. But that's probably not going to happen, because these lions are pretty big now. Cecil's getting kind of old, was getting kind of old, so I think they're fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, the, thank you. Yes, and the second part of that story is, who cares? <laughs> who cares what the lion fright does to itself wow. now? I mean, this is just, it does not matter. I mean, it literally is unbelievable that the country will sit on pins and needles as to what happens to this lion pride. Let alone but they the don't. Th meanwhile, Planned Parenthood's probably aborted another 100 babies today and just sat there and picked them apart on the, on the Petri dish there, the pie dish. Well, they need that for testing.
Yeah. They need it for testing, right? And with, of course, those babies happily donated their remains and to save a life to sacrifice themselves. They, they, you know, my favorite meme took of a the life uh, to save a life. My favorite meme of the week last week, by the way, was the. Have you seen the? I think Glenn posted it on his Facebook, but it was the the hands up, don't crush. Hands up, don't and crush. It's yeah. a, you know, it's good. a fetus, a human fetus, by the way, human fetus. <laughs> you know, the law actually says that. This is. I love this. Like nobody thinks. You know, they're all out there. It's a fetus, guys. It's a fetus. What are you talking about? You know, what are you, what are you worried about? It's just a fetus. It's just, a, you know, an embryo, the zygote. Uh, the law says, the law says, shall not traffic human fetal tissue. Human fetal tissue. Not and just look, fetal tissue. And look, we're not. Human fetal tissue. And we're not. We're not. We're not trafficking. But, you know, sometimes... Sometimes if it comes out like that and it's just an emergency, then, we, you know, we use it. So if it's an emergency, sign here. <laughs> Oops. But, you know, uh, but again, that law is not meant for, I mean, I don't think that law is there for, uh, uh, for to give you carte blanche to just kill the humans to get to that point where you've got to make that decision. That, that's just there because, okay, if we have one, like you said, if, if a baby dies and it comes out, then you're like, okay, well, now we can't just go out profiting off the body parts. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's, it, that does not a license to sit there and say, okay, well, we can kill these, you know, humans in there. But I don't know. I mean, we're all freaking up in, up in arms about a damn lion, so what and, do I know? And most importantly, even, let's, you know, let's, let's set aside, we're being upset about this lion. We have destroyed a man's life. Oh, my gosh. For killing a lion legally, I might yeah. add. And, and look, you, you can... He, probably who's to blame here are the idiots that sent him on this. I mean, he's probably trying. I mean, look, I don't know. I've never been on one of these things. But my guess is that you would, you're um, trusting the judgment of these people who are taking you out on this hunt. Right. So, I mean, how the hell is this guy supposed to know that, that, the, that this lion that's roaming about is, oh, that's Cecil. <laughs> Come on. He doesn't know that. No, he doesn't. Now, some are, would argue that he should know a little bit more than he did, or he does know more than he claims he knows. Because uh, he's, he's paying you know, he's 55 G's. He's paying 55 G's. He doesn't need to do any research. No, he expects to get a lion. He expects to get I'm a lion. Expect he get expects them to take care of everything. 55 and they do. G's. And they do, one way or another, and they take care of it for him. Yeah. Thank you. Here's Thank my picture. You. I'm gone. I'm gone. Which, you know, again, I'm not, I, I, there's a lot better things I could picture spending 55 G's on. Okay, and, and so could I. But here's a guy that worked hard. I mean, you hard, do it. It's his worked money. Hard. Right. Yeah. But, you do, but this Employed is typical. Employed people, had, the, had a business, did, went to school, yeah. learned a lot, and then did what he wanted to in his own time with his own money. Right. And we've right. just destroyed it all. Right. And this is typical on the left, is that they just, now they come after this guy. Like, they just come after him with the full, you know, vengeance and just hate, and let's just shut him down. Like what? And when asked yeah. about the people who, what about the people who uh, were employed by him that are now looking for a job? They're better off working for someone that isn't <laughs> as evil as him. Wow, how caring of you. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. And there's another one now, Jeffy. Oh, no. Uh, a doctor now becomes the second American, 
Look, look at how they, they word this headline. It sounds like it's some sort of murder trial like that you would read about in you know Chicago, where there's lots of murders every night, every weekend. Uh, doctor becomes second American named in African lion killing investigation. Pittsburgh oh, no. gynecologist who has posed with dead elephants, hippos, zebras, ostriches, killed lion in legal hunt. Now, now that it's interesting, by the way, before we get it, that they mention zebras and, and, and all these other sorts of dead elephants. You know who is not sad about a lion getting murdered? I was just going to talk. You... Are the zebras and the elephants? Because that's one. That is one less pair of hungry jaws on their freaking back that they got to worry about. I bet you the zebras saw that lion, uh, saw Cecil walking by, and goes, "Yeah." Yeah, yeah, keep on walking. Keep on walking, pal. <laughs> you ain't my cousin. There's, there was there was a, there was some sort of cartoon or picture that I saw last week of zebras. Yeah. Zebras are like, yep. yep. What's it was, up? It was pretty sad. Like they, the comment was, man, it's a real shame Cecil's gone, huh? <laughs> Cecil ain't my dad. He ain't my cousin. Zebra lives matter, too. Sirs, Cecil's you right. Dead. Keep on walking. Cecil's dead. All wounded and stuff. <laughs> That's a growing big game poaching investigation in Zimbabwe, though. Look, that country does twenty million a year in hunting for big game. I mean, that's a that's a little over. We found, talked about it earlier. It's a little over three percent of their GDP, whatever the heck they're creating in Zimbabwe. <laughs> Nothing now. Ever since Robert uh, Mugabe, uh, you know, kicked all of the farmers off the land, all the white farmers, well, and know, then destroyed the economy. But hyperinflation. Are ah. you work for him? Huh? Do you work for him now because uh, because he kicked them off the farmland? He kicked them off the farmland by killing them. <laughs> he okay. kicked them off the farmland by, he didn't say, hey, you know what, yeah. we're going to give up your farmland to these people. You get out of yes. here. Well, no, he, you know, we're going to kill you. Look, in fairness, Jeffy, he only killed, look, the, the official line from the administration <laughs> is he only killed the ones who didn't comply with the order. Oh, okay. Uh, so if they, uh, they said, look, you need to get off this land, and if you don't, we're going to kill you. But and it's so my they said, land, okay, then they, death. Right, but they look, they gave him an order. I can't help it that they didn't follow it, all right? They'd be alive today if they just listened. Get off, but it's my death. <laughs> but, yeah, but so that's, you know, that's nobody seems worried about that aspect of things. That, oh, my uh, gosh. That, uh, that this dictator is destroying the lives of so everyone So what are we there. trying to but do? What are they claiming with this other doc? The They're not claiming anything that is just a, an illegal He's part hunt. of the investigation. Oh, my gosh. He's being, now listen, look at that. Then you go through the things and they, the doctor, they got him named, is listed as being a director of gynecology at Allegheny General Hospital in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You know what that means, what that sentence means right there. Go get him. Yep. Go get him. Another lion wow. killer. That's amazing. I mean, it really is amazing. I know that the left so, is complaining about this, so that you're like, oh, it makes a lot of sense. You know, these two things aren't connected at all. You can be upset about the about the lions and upset about it, but you're not. You're not no. upset about Planned Parenthood at the same time. Like, and, there's no outrage, zero. And what, what I find interesting about the new doc from Pittsburgh is that uh, they're saying that he's part of this illegal hunt that mm. killed a lion. But don't forget, he killed hippos and zebras and ostriches and other animal, big game animals too. <laughs> I mean, he did those all legal though, but we're just reminding you that he killed all those too. Well, I just... Are you, uh, you a big game hunter at all? Oh. You can't keep me away from the big game. Love the big game. Love do you hunt? Game. Or do you hunt? No. 
No. I haven't hunted in a long time. No. And I, that, my, seriously, I have a relative who did uh, big game. Uh, he's got the big game room. He's got all them stuffed and everything. And it's mm-hmm. it's really uh, it's fascinating and kind of weird at the same time. I don't know that I'd want it. I knew another guy, another doc, by the way, who was a big game hunter. And he had, it was the weirdest thing. He had, uh, and I'm not going to tell you his name because I don't want you to hunt him down and <laughs> kill him. But he had uh, elephant footstools. You know, so in the corner, you'd walk into his house, and he had a big showroom. <laughs> a big showroom. And he had the, the, four, the four feet of this elephant that he had shot. <laughs> So they were like sitting stools funny. in the corners. I was, I just, like I found that the, the weirdest so, thing. So yeah. So did you sit on it? Did you? Sit oh, on hell it? yes, I sat on it. Oh, these are elephant feet stools. I'm sitting. Were they comfortable? Yeah. yeah. So were they like the foot upside down? I mean, how was? No, it? no, no. It was the foot, and then he had he had leather put on it, so it was like a little stool. I mean, so this is why this it's is why bad. I can't get down. I mean, like that's not that's it's one thing to I know to I'm not saying. A, I mean, it's just I understand why you're not I, naming them now. This guy's got. <laughs> but yeah, you ever go to somebody's house and they've just got the animals all over the wall, and you're like, okay, I, this is a little creepy. That's what I'm saying. My relative's creepy. got the room, and I mean, I'm talking about the room that's got all the animals right. that he's killed, and the heads, right. and the full bodies, right. and the stuff. That, and it's just like, okay, well, that's cool. I mean, that's a cool looking animal but. right it's pretty close to it's not the same but it's it's like not that far from like the inside of john wayne gacy's walls you know what i mean right Where he hit all of the victims that he had yeah. in the walls you're just you're just piling them up and putting them on the why i don't get it i don't get the whole thing but whatever yeah, it's enjoyable whatever and i like it and, and, you know it's, it's an accomplishment and you yeah. know you've worked hard at it and i know that you know Aside from the guide in Zimbabwe that's, you know, eat, you know, stoking out the lion. I mean, you go into the mountains and you get the big man of horns and, and you, it's a little bit of work. Little yeah, no, I get it. I get it. But the progressives, though, like, you know, the, the thing that they do is they can't separate human from animals. Like, to them, we're right. equal. Right, Which, like we're most, you know, you know, non-secularists would say, okay, humans are on an elevated plane from animals. Like, what, like we still value animals because they've got the, they've got the breath of life in them, uh, but you know, you're supposed you treat them with respect and everything else. But treat them with respect, but they're they, not the same. They're not the same as humans. And they have the breath of life of them until we take it out of them to <laughs> eat them. <laughs> That's what we do as humans. Yes. Uh, so all man. right, more patents do. In a moment, on the Blaze Television Network. And hey, don't forget about Blaze Radio either. I probably didn't mention that before. I don't know. I'm going to go eat some lion. You ever had it? No. Nope. Dana has, though. She sadly actually, actually has. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Pat and Stew. Without Pat and Stew, Jeff Fisher, Dan Andros here on the Pat and Stew Show. Jared Fogel, my buddy at Subway, uh, has been in kind of trouble, but it really wasn't him. Uh, they've been trying to tie him to all of this. I mean, his head guy uh, got into some trouble with some child pornography issues. Yeah, I can't say However, I'm... Oh, go ahead, man. 
No, no, no. You're going to start beating up on Jared now. No, I was going to say, I'm not up on my Jared Fogle news. I mean, it's, I did see the headline that he was in, wrapped up in some sort of investigation, and then I saw that I read about the text messages. Today. This is just not good so for Jared a, Fogle. So you're just a glossing over Jared Fogle. You just want to bring him down. I, this doesn't look good. They've got the text. Let, let, get, keep going. Go ahead. Go through it. The FBI subpoenaed an affidavit containing alleged texts between former Subway mm. spokesman Jared Fogel and a former female Subway franchisee in which Fogel says he paid for sex with a 16-year-old girl, according to the former franchisee's attorney. Okay, Now, what I originally, and I'll just read some more because then I'll see if it has what I actually read originally because... Originally, it's just they're trying to they're trying to bring Jared down without any evidence. Right now, America, you should know that when a story veers into uh, some sort of sexual deviancy, Jeffy is there to defend it. So, proceed. Jeffy. I'm just saying. That I'm just, I just want to have a full to... disclosure here. Full disclosure. <laughs> know what you're getting with this guy when he's reading this story. He is sympathetic to all of the sexual deviants out there. So go ahead. Go ahead. Just read it. We just read that all. Look, we're just full, dis full disclosure. Go ahead. Oh, rapist. <clears throat> Go ahead. The former French that was a, like one what? show. <laughs> one show. The franchisee shared the text and her concerns about Fogel with Subway management at the time. But Subway says we've got no record of her complaint. So this is just a you know, a scorned woman. A scorned woman on Jared. That's all. She wasn't scorned, she was disturbed. She was having an, this is scorned. what this is my understanding of. Scorned. She, she's having an affair with, with Jared. Jared the yeah. Subway guy. Scorned. Which, you scored there. I, Jared's lady. a good guy. I like Jared. I've met him a couple times. He's a, he's a nice guy. Of course you two would get along. <laughs> you guys were talking about posting <laughs> Craigslist ads for sex. No, we weren't talking about that. However, Listen, had right. I known that it was possible. All right. In the messages, so uh, in the messages, Fogel repeatedly asked a woman, a Subway franchisee at the time, uh, who he was with a sexual relationship with. Right. So, so they're going along great. They, she thinks this is wonderful. I've got Jared the Subway guy. He's rich. This is awesome. How much better does this get? Thank you. Uh, he'll come to my franchise anytime I want now. <laughs> um, so, so it's going along great for her. Then things start getting a little weird. Um, he, uh, he starts asking her to advertise herself on Craigslist for sex with other men. Red flag there. Then, not only is it just... It takes a whole another step here. Now, that's, that's a big leap. Now, let's just talk about a relationship. It's a big leap in a relationship to be having the affair. Everything's going great. They're wonderful. It's a fling. And then he says, you ought to start hooking up with other dudes. What? I thought, what? I thought we were good here. So that's weird thing number one. Weird thing number two, he asks her if he can watch the sexual acts and then tells her she can make about $500 per act. So he's trying to help her out financially? He's trying to pimp her out. He's trying to help her out financially, get her out there, make a few extra bucks, maybe the franchise a little slow. Jared Fogle is pimping Subway franchisees out pimping for her sex out. He's just telling her a way that she can make some money, and if she's going to make the money, would it be okay if I happen to watch while you're making the money? I just, America, America, let this one just soak in for a minute. This this guy here sitting next to me. This is just. Uh, were you, you know, texting? Look, you should. Now hold on. For, this is Jared is going. This is it. He is done now. Subway oh, severed the over. relationship. Yeah. It's over. You should be cheering this on because if anyone could be a likely s replacement for Jared, the subway guy, it's Jeffy here. I mean, if you could be there. Holy next crap! Why did you talk to me about that before we started this stupid conversation? I thought it was obvious. Jared Fogel is an evil man. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> that bastard was out there pimping his girlfriend out, asking yeah. to watch her have sex, texting 16-year-old women about having sex and being proud about sick, sick. Right, it's sick. Sick. Subway, you, call me. Right, you need a you need an upstanding citizen like <laughs> Thank Jeff you. Fisher. Thank you. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. He just jokes about all the <laughs> sexual stuff. Oh, my gosh. But um, let's see. The woman was apparently in a sexual relationship with Fogel yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Then she became uncomfortable when he pushed her to post on Craigslist and, and go with the other yeah. trysts and stuff. You know, you take a shot. What's the worst going to happen? They say, uh, no. let's see. Does it have it in here? Because apparently he said, apparently there was another thing I read where she there were other things he was saying that made her well, that that was disturbed the, her, but she wouldn't even share what those were. Yeah. <laughs> and then there, there was the text that she is alluding to with the 16-year-old is uh, she texts him something about, she claims that she texts him something about, um, yeah, you mean like the girl, where, you got the, where you found the 16-year-old girl you had sex with for $100? Because when he started talking, when he was after her about Craigslist. Mm -hmm. Now, according to her, that he got this 16-year-old girl from his Craigslist for 100 bucks, And uh, he replied, uh, yeah, I know, it was amazing. Okay? So, oh, I almost took up for Jared there for a second. Yeah, yeah, that what bastard. a dirtbag. That dirtbag. Can't bag. believe somebody would have anything to do with him. <laughs> <laughs> so now they've suspended the relationship and uh, spokesman. Fifteen years. Can you believe that's been fifteen years? It's been a long time. He's been, and fifteen. It's like fifteen million bucks. That's what he says. It's a good gig, man. That is Subway. A really call good me gig. seriously. Yeah. Dead Gerald Fogel, man. You should have never been in a relationship right. with him. We yeah. should have. I should have talked to you earlier. I apologize. You know that I think the way he got that though was he actually lost weight eating Subway and then and then said, "Look what happened to me," and they were like, "That's awesome." So you. Subway, call me. Hello. Well, maybe you, I'm, what I'm suggesting here is maybe you should start losing the weight. Why would I want to do that? Well, I thought you might want I just to. Want, I want to work for Subway. They're not going to hire you. Weight. Look, I mean, no offense. I'm going to lose gonna, the weight. They're not going <laughs> to hire this. I'll be stupid. <laughs> anyway. Why would I lose the weight unless they're hiring me to work for them? I can't help you there, Jeffy. I can only do so much. All right? Maybe you should put an ad on Craigslist for 500 bucks. I don't know. Now that's a little steep. But <laughs> I mean, you take, really, you think about it. Jared's, okay, so his, and the reason he's in trouble is because the head of his foundation was arrested for child pornography. All right? So they try, you know, they're trying to make the leap. Total coincidence. What are the odds? Are you saying that it's, it, it couldn't be? Because he immediately got rid of him. Wow, what a brave what a brave move to get rid of the child okay. uh, you know, molester. Okay, so where do you see the child pornography thing coming from Jared? There's no evidence uh, of that. he paid for sex with a sixteen year old girl. Okay. I believe Do I really need do I really I need to explain that he this lives to you, in, I believe that in the state he lives in, sixteen years old is the age of consent. Wow, that is okay. just a stunning so, endorsement right there. I mean, now I've I'm not now, positive you know about that, but I believe that that's you know the case in his state. You turned me, Jeffy. I'm totally. You're, I'm with you now. You're right. Well, if it was 16 in his state, then it's totally okay. But it is totally but, okay but to pay for sex with her. Seriously, I, I'll give you that. I, no, I'm just, I'm just joking around. But the child pornography stuff really is not teenagers. The child porn stuff is all. Right, so, so if Jared, look, look, she talks about something in the text that she's not willing, she's so disturbed by it, she's not even willing to repeat. What, 
and then I, and I then his buddy is a child molesting guy. What? A, I mean, come on. I mean, it's a, it doesn't take a rocket science to figure out what he was probably talking about. I mean, he's already paying for sex with 16-year-olds. I mean, that's, you know, you already know you're risking walking into a Chris Hansen trap there. No question about that. I mean, could you imagine if Jared, Jared Fogle would have walked into a Chris Hansen trap? That, oh, would, that would have been amazing. They would have loved that. What, what do you have in the sack there, uh, Jared? Well, I've got uh, six condoms and uh, four-foot-long turkey subs. <laughs> I get free ones for I life. It's amazing. I got a couple of jalapenos on it over here. <laughs> That's uh, great. So then before they arrest him, all right, can we eat? Before we, uh, I like guys, those guys, guys, I got enough for everybody. Yeah. Let's put this to an end right here. Okay. <laughs> do they still do that show i miss that show. no and i that show is a oh gosh don't even oh, do it no. i gave you oh, an, no. i gave you an opportunity here to make yourself look like a shred of a decent human being I for know. just one moment in time and you well, can't do where, it where those look it the reason that i have a problem with that show all right it's because they're not they're they're faking it right no is that uh i wish they would tell us exactly like okay so i i they try to set me up and get me to come to the Hanson house, okay, with the girl. And I pull up and I say, oh, no. You know what? No. I'm not going to do it. It doesn't feel right. I'm not going to do it. And I pull away. They still arrest you. Okay, now I know, I know from experience that the reason that you got arrested is because prior to you coming to this house, you shared some sort of Internet picture. Right, which is, which is what, they, which is what they arrest correct. you on. But had that not been the case, I would hope that they would let me go. And not, you know, because nothing happened. Right? Nothing happened. And even there is questionable with the whole picture thing. I'm kind of, I'm kind of questioning that a little bit, too. I'm just going to let you keep going on this one. Just saying. Just the law is the law. Keep on talking there, Jeffy. Law is the law. And I should be able to shoot a line if I want to, damn it. <laughs> Jeffy's like, look, it's bull crap, man. I was like 100 yards from the house, and I turned around. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's even on the same street. Bull crap. I, no, never mind. She Let's said she was 13 break. in the chat. And I thought that's break. what the state was. Let's I thought that's break. what the state oh, line was. Story. I did. I thought it was the law, right? <laughs> Terrible human being, Jeff Fisher, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Patents Stew Show. Jeff Fisher and Dan Andros on the program today. Thank you for joining us on the Blaze Television Network and Blaze Radio, listening to the show. You know, we were talking about uh, Jared Vogel and his struggles uh, just a moment ago. Mm. And uh, I was thinking that, you know who's been railroaded, man, these past few months is Bill Cosby. Oh, jeez. You talk about fall from grace. Railroaded is Bill Cosby. But if I ever needed a, an attorney... Again, I want Bill's you know attorney. You're going to. That is quite a fall, by the way. Bill Cosby was the most beloved man in that America. Was. I mean, and, it was a serious fall. And now he's a serial rapist. That's just. Uh, that's let's talk. Let's let's hear what Bill Cosby's attorney, uh, Monique Presley, said. Yeah. Uh, because I think she should be my attorney from yeah. now on. She's got to be the best money can buy. 
every person who says that something happened to them is not necessarily telling the truth. Uh, and every person who says that something happens to them just generically in the world yep. is not necessarily a liar. I'm not putting people in either category. What I'm saying is that... Um, but in this case, you're kind of saying all of these women are liars. No, I'm not saying anyone <laughs> is a liar. You're not going to get me sued today, Mr. Okay. Hill. What I am is it saying, possible that these women are telling the truth? What I am saying Let me know. Is, is it possible that these women I are telling represent, the truth? I'm not into the theories and the speculation it's on theory. anything I mean, these particular everything. women, these particular women, given the evidence you've seen, do you think it's possible that any of these women are telling the truth? I don't have any thoughts about this case, Mr. Hill. What I am saying uh, to you mm -hmm. is that I represent a client and that my client has and continues to vehemently deny, one, giving drugs to a woman without her consent, and two, forcibly having sex or having non-consensual sex while with a woman. Those two things are denied and are not true. I represent this client. Fair enough. I'm not speculating. I'm not thinking. I'm okay. not opining. I'm not waxing oh, poetic. I want her as my attorney. <laughs> Appearing on the uh, HuffPo Live Friday, you saw the HuffPo Live uh, signs all behind them. She defended her client against the dozens of rape allegations from women that she likened to a witch hunt. Yeah. Oh, Monique, you're my attorney from now on. Let's hear that last thought. What I'm saying is that women are, have responsibility. We have responsibility for our bodies. We have responsibility for our decisions. We have responsibility for the ways that we conduct ourselves. Oh. And if I do something, these women conduct themselves and if I, I'm Don't not talking about skirt. these women, Who, I am women? saying all women have responsibility. So the only way for a woman to nice get the justice that too. she seeks and that if her allegation is true that she deserves is to come forward and even if the reasons that the woman did not do that are legitimate ones what cannot happen in my opinion in the United States Amen. is that 40 years later there is a persecution tantamount to a witch hunt where there was no prosecution timely mm -hmm. and there was no civil suit timely it is not and, and there's not any testimony or any any accusation from any of these women that Mr. Cosby in any way bound them, gagged them, prevented them from coming forward and saying whatever their truth was at the time. That's not what happened. So, so to blame the, the person who's the target now of the attack for what they chose not to do many years ago is improper. Boy, that puts progressives in quite the conundrum, huh? That sure does. And, I, and I, I, in, in all seriousness, she's a great attorney. Uh, having said that, um, it doesn't matter. Uh, the difference is, is that most people, uh, say 40 years from now, uh, some lady comes and says, hey, Dan, you raped me. And you say, well, where were you? Get it over. It's over with. Dan Andros isn't Bill Cosby. The great Bill Cosby. I mean, the Bill Cosby that everybody loved and admired and expected great words from for years and did all these great things. And now it just the appearance of all this bad stuff. Bad. It bad. is. I mean, look, I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire. I mean, I mean, it looks like he was doing some shady stuff. But it is it is. I would agree with her on that point that, you know, come on, you can't expect these, right. this to be, you know, you're coming out 40 years later. I mean, where were you? Where were you for four years? And they're all coming out at the same time? Yeah. Like, come on. It, does, it is kind of strange. It's, it's kind of the, the bandwagon thing. Well, you know what happened to me, too. Yeah, it's, it's, a very, it's a very difficult 
thick because you know it's a he said she said thing and then it just doesn't look good when you wait this long to come out no, and then doesn't. you wait for everyone else to come out it's like and my favorite was the comedian who said that I could have been raped by Bill Cosby if it was <laughs> if I did if I hadn't gone up there with my camera man I could have been raped oh oh yeah okay thank you I mean so I look Bill bad news man wow really bad and it appears like he was not a good guy at all the 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 guy that we thought we knew and loved was not that guy this is this is what happens when you try to not that pick guy. a hero in hollywood you pick a hero somewhere and you know any human being it doesn't matter i mean we're all a bunch of idiots i mean we all do stupid <laughs> stuff so it's like you know don't don't just just save yourself the drama don't don't just don't pick any of these schmucks but don't you want to be somebody's hero dan huh don't you want to be somebody's hero? Do I want to be someone's hero? Yeah. No, and it terrifies me that my kids look, you know, I've got two oh, boys, I tell my six kids and all four, the time, and look somewhere else. Yeah. Like, Dad, Dad. Daddy makes mistakes too, guys. You know that, right? Daddy's an idiot. Um, but, yeah, you, don't, you know. I don't say that about myself. I mean, I would... Yeah, you say, oh, Daddy. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm not going to say what you say. Don't tell people That's I'm your father. <laughs> don't. Just deny it. I'll back you up on that all the way. But it is terrifying. I mean, you, you know, you see, you know, your kids and they just, you know. I mean, everybody oh, wants to be parent. famous, but all you have to do to be famous and to be idolized is to have kids. You, yeah. you can be the biggest. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. You're, you know, your kids are going to look up to you. Yeah. And, they, and you, you know, realize oh just how vulnerable you are, man. And really how much you fight to, to save that. Um, it, you, if you put that on a big scale, that's a great point. You put that on a, uh, on a bigger scale as the stardom and how much they fight to save that. Think what you do to fight to save that hero look in your children's eyes to you. You know, the things that you do. You, you know, you do the little things that, so that they continue to have that gleam in their eye when they see you, right? I mean, that's yeah. what you do as a parent. Yeah, all all do. parents do. Yeah, you do. I mean, I, I will say I do try to, I try to, uh, like, I think a mistake a lot of parents make is that they don't, you know, they, they don't show the vulnerable side of themselves. So, like, if you make a mistake, you don't say, hey, you know what? You know what, kids? Daddy was wrong there. Daddy made a mistake. Right. You know, they don't see you doing an apology. Because I think you've got to do that because, you know, like I said, we're, we're all a bunch of idiots. We all make mistakes. We do dumb things. So, like, if you let them build up that perception that you're perfect, you're going to let them down. I mean, you know, uh, you know I got news for you. You're going to... You're gonna, Something's you're going to screw happen. up your kids. I mean, there's just everybody's going to happen. Everybody's yes. everybody that's a parent understands that that you're yes. going to you're going to do something to to hack your kids off. Um, oh, you uh, will disappoint them. Yes, you no will question. disappoint them. So I'm just trying to you know make that fall a little bit easier. Oh yeah, Dad, what an idiot that guy is. But, my kids um, watch this network. They already know the answer to that. Yeah, that's my dad. Idiot. But it's but it's even worse of a premise to pick a celebrity as your hero. To look up to, because they're, you know, they may be great. They may be great at what they do, but they're in even a more precarious position to fail. Because you know, you've got some celebrity athlete, and they're just—they've got, you know, you know, Tiger Woods. You've got women throwing him at him everywhere he goes. You know, so it's like you're just he bound to go for back failure. To that too, the career has gone downhill since he stopped. Yeah, he had a decent. Just saying, he, he, you know, life was dark good when he was on the run. I mean, the wife throws a golf club; the whole thing goes to hell. Yeah. I uh, see. I mean, I thought you would blame the wife there, you know. But uh, no, it was Tiger's yeah. fault. She just got mad. She yeah. couldn't live the lie anymore. Side tangent on Tiger. He had an actually a decent weekend this weekend, and he, he had one bad round, but he was in kind of in contention for a while there. Do you think he'll ever come back? No. You don't think? No, I don't. 
I so am I, like, I want him to because I'm oh, a golf everyone fan. Does. We and love Tiger, man. Tiger golf, is, let's be honest, golf sucks without Tiger. In it. Yes. It's, it's terrible. And oh I love my golf, gosh. But, yeah, uh, I, I mean, look. There's no one else that golf has, at least but right now, that's going to make you watch a golf game. No, there's a few that's good guys. Tiger Woods. There's a few good guys out there, and here, and real quick, because I know golf's like, you know, the least. But, <laughs> you know, golf, the problem with golf is it's, it's difficult. So even the best players are missing cuts and everything else. But ti- the, the, the unique thing about Tiger was that he never he missed was the cuts. He's a man. He never missed cuts, and he was in contention every single week. So it's like, okay, right. who's, who's going to try to beat Tiger this week? And right. so it was interesting. Like Phil Mickelson, all these other guys will miss four or five cuts a year. So you're like, eh. Mickelson missed the cut. And who am I going to cheer for now? So it's like Tiger, it was the same guy, right. love him or hate him. He was there every time. So, like, I am dying to see all these young guys that are coming I up know. McElroy and, Dude, you know, all the all other guys. Uh, Speeth, who's but from right here going, in Dallas. I, I, I want to see them battle Tiger, like, kind of take the mantle from him, but they're just, they're just getting a free run. Yeah. And uh, I just don't think so. I think Tiger, you know, he's, he's, yeah, that, that. That whole thing with the wife and the kids and, and the the party. He's never had the, the conf- he's never had the confidence in, and that's all it is is mental with him. Yep. He's lo- he lost the mental edge, but anyway. Big time, big time. All right, I got you. We'll break, okay? Yeah. It's the Pat and Stu show on the Blaze Television Network and Blaze Radio. I got it. This, this. I got another finger too. Welcome to Jeff Fisher and Dan Andros today. You know, the very first trailer for 13 hours just dropped today. Michael Bay's new movie, Michael Bay, Mr. Transformer. I can't wait to see it. About Benghazi attack, 13 hours, the secret soldiers of Benghazi. I can't do that. Pull over for inspection. How willing are you to die for your country? I'm ready to go right here, right now. Hey everybody, this is Jack Silva. Jack. We train SEALs at Coronado, so he knows the drill. Welcome to Club Mad. is in his safe haven. You're not the first responders. You're the last resort. You will wait. None of you have to go. We are the only help they have.
old fire support. Never came. You're not giving orders anymore. You're in my world now. We have 36 American lives to save. Yeah, well, you know what I noticed there, Jeffy, that uh, the the YouTube video. Hopefully, that's prominent in this, or else, or else, obviously, this this uh, movie is completely inaccurate if there's no uh, YouTube video at the beginning of all this. And the second thing is, I hope Obama's in there starring himself. I mean, he could just they could just have him sleeping. Cut to him to a shot of him just snoozing on the couch. And well, no, he wasn't. He, he was upstairs playing cards. I thought. We don't know where he was, Jeffy. That's never been answered. Oh, well, I thought he was. He up got playing briefed cards and he went to bed. Huh. He was sleeping during the whole thing. That's my contention anyway. So, But it looks good, though. It looks good. It actually does look good. And Michael Bay creates some great work. So, um, I mean, it'll be really, really good. Um, how truthful it turns out to be. I think, they're, I think they're just sticking to they're not, they're sticking to the facts of it without any of the uh, political stuff is what I'm my understanding of it. So it should be good. <laughs> okay.